0: Are doing that, I had asked if you could turn to Matthew chapter 28. I'm going to attempt to read the entire chapter, which is only 16 verses. But uh, the reason is that um, Matthew chapter 28 uh, goes from the resurrection of Jesus till uh, you know where he ascends. And leaves and goes to heaven. So, I'm going to read the entire chapter. You guys going to read with me? Yes. Say yes. 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 Okay. No, please All right. Um, now, after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake. Then go quickly, tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee. There there you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly for the tomb, and fear and great joy ran to tell the disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. While they were going, behold, some of the guards went into the city and told the chief priests all that had taken place. And when they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel, they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers and said, Tell people, his disciples came by night and stole them away while we were asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. Now we're gonna go to verse 16. Now, the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And they saw uh, him and they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth have been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. All right, let's pray. Lord, thank you for this message this morning. Thank you for your word god be glorified in this place today jesus we thank you that you have risen that you're not dead but that you're alive we thank you for your word and we ask you to open our eyes that we can see in our ears that we can hear we pray this in jesus name everybody said Amen. Amen. Um, If you would like to get, I'm just going to start this. If you would like to be baptized, next week we're willing to baptize you in water. We believe in that, uh, water baptism. Um, And I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. But Jesus finished his words with, go into all the world, preach the gospel. But this morning we're talking about what happened after they crucified him on a tree. And the morning of that, and, and, and what took place. Point number one: If you're taking notes, I don't know if you are or not. But point number one is this: Do not be afraid. Jesus is not dead. Do not be afraid. Jesus is not dead. Do not be afraid. Jesus is not dead. Some people are living like Jesus is dead. Mary. And the other Mary Mary Magdalene and the other Mary come to the tomb weeping and crying and expected to put ointment on Jesus didn't matter how many times he said three days and I'll rise again that didn't matter they expected to see a dead Jesus some of us this morning have come into Christ Church expecting to see a dead Jesus sometimes you come to church and you think that jesus is dead and they came to the tomb prepared to cry to reminisce to say wasn't it great remember the time that we were doing all kinds of things are happening but guess what you know what's happened now life has happened jesus is dead i am For something. I asked for him not to die on the cross. We were we were there, we were watching, and he died anyway. And now his ability to lay hands on people, to blind people that couldn't see blind people, and for their eyes to open is over. His ability to put hands on people that are sick is over. Do you remember the time that he took the the two pieces of fish remember it and the in the bread and he broke the bread and then he did it again and again and 15,000 times he fed people and there was baskets left over it's over it's over and they come to the tomb and the big huge gigantic stone that was sealed that it would take an army to move was blown out of it, out of the cave and there is a guy a dude sitting on the stone and he, what he says is so powerful we need to hear do not be afraid Jesus is not dead yes <laughs> yeah, right. Um. I, next week, I really encourage you to come and hear. Uh, I'm going to preach, but uh, mainly tell about my trip to India and what God has done. But uh, just this one missionary, what he's done—the huge college and everything—came out of a Australian missionary in the 1990s that was ministering from 70 to 1990, 22 years, to leper people in India. And the Hindus were very angry at him. And he got in his truck one night with his son because they couldn't uh, go all the way home. And these guys lit the truck up on fire and, and, and burned him alive. And from that came more Christians in India than there had ever been and and from that story a man who was in Mexico, Roy Shirian he was in Mexico being a missionary to Mexico, realized that somebody in his own nation had given their life for his nation, so then he went to that nation and now he's reached more unreached people groups than people have ever reached before. In fact I got to be in one of them last week I have a self church maybe i'll take a something with you guys and send it back to them (laughs) don't be afraid i don't care what the devil tries to do tries he's killed something in your life maybe you haven't died but somebody i i I had news of this week a person that had been in our church that had had been very close that i would discipled that had died this week and sometimes you wonder God where are you they, they, they had left and, 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 and had not been going to church so I don't know what had happened and, and, and I have this uneasiness, this uncertainty in my head and, and, and I have this ability to get afraid anybody ever mm, yes. if I can't say anything else this, today, let me say this do not be afraid. Yes. Jesus is not dead. Uh, right? He is not in the yeah. tomb. Yeah. The stone yeah. has been rolled away. I probably should read something on my notes here. <laughs> but <laughs> You see, some people leave as though, live as though Jesus is dead. Mary went to anoint and reminisce. But he wasn't. I'm here to tell you, do not be afraid. You see, Jesus that died 2,000 years ago. He he arose, he is risen. On the third day, he came to life. He had uh, clothes wrapped all around him. He had dead clothes wrapped around him. And he came up through the tomb. And not only did he come alive and he took the wraps off, and not only did he take the napkin that was on his head and fold it and put it in a corner because he was a carpenter, and that's the way carpenters did to let you know that the job is finished. Not only did he say on the cross it is finished, but he proved it was finished in the tomb, and boom! knocked that rock out of place and he is alive. You don't serve a dead Jesus. Yeah, right. yeah. Jesus is alive and my bible says he is on the right hand of the father that's where he is if you want to know where he is he's on the right hand of god and he's ever making intercession for you amen you're here this morning because he is god i pray somehow get someone to bring them get someone to encourage them have them come to church today jesus is active it's why you're here he's active right now number two that i would like to say is this jesus has risen jesus is not dead see the place where they laid him i want to read this matthew chapter 27 63 through 64 says sir we remember how then an imposter said while he was still alive after three days, I will rise. Therefore, order the tomb to be secure. So, there's a, a cave um, that was hewn out, and it was it was pretty spacious, and it was uh, created for Joseph the Arimathea. and he was a rich guy and when Jesus was crucified, they stuck the 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 uh, you know, spear, thank you, spear in his side and they took him down, Joseph Marathea said, hey put him in my tomb and so Jesus didn't even have his own tomb, he lived, he was in a borrowed tomb but it was pretty spacious, it was a big tomb and they put all kinds of spices on him, and they wrapped his body and they put him in the tomb, but the tomb was to be accessed because that's the way, that's the way people did it, but because the leaders were afraid that what happened would happen, <laughs> and that what happened would happen, that his body would disappear and people would worship him forever and ever, they took a huge stone, put it in front of it and sealed the stone And they had army guys, military guys around it to protect it. The ladies, when they came, were hoping they could get the military guys to take the stone away so that they could honor Jesus and put some spices and ointment on him. And when they came, all the military guys were gone, and the stone had been rolled away. And they were going to reminisce And then we're gonna think about the past and the guy on the rock said, do not be afraid. And then he says this, he is risen. Hallelujah. Jesus is risen from the grave. Hallelujah. Therefore, humanity has tried to seal the two so point number one if you haven't been to church in a while if you haven't you know heard the message of Christ if you thought Jesus is dead if you thought hey I'll just show up uh, you know to make people happy but I'm afraid to believe in a Jesus said alive and vibrant because then I'm going to have some kind of expectations I'm going to believe in him and I'm going to actually pray to him And it may change my life. And I may have to do things differently. Well, I have some news for you. Jesus is not dead, especially here. Jesus is alive. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. He is no longer outside, but Jesus is inside. Christ in me, the whole glory. And the second part is this. That Jesus has... Broken the seal that humanity has tried to put on it. They said, hey, they're going to believe in him. So let's just seal this up. Let's make sure people can't go in there. Let's have them think that Jesus is dead. Because if he's dead, then we are able to make the rules. I'm trying to stay away from my sermon next week. But let me just help you a little bit. There's a country that's a Hindu nation in India, and they're built on a caste system. And that caste system has worked for them for thousands of years. And they get their labor from the people that are at the bottom of the caste system. And they give almost zero that's cheap, cheap labor. I was in a church in a place like this they had 120 people and their average offering in american dollars would be five dollars mm-hmm. out of 120 people so you do the math and these guys work they they're not it's not they're not working they're working from six in the morning till eight nine and nine it's a it's 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 a it's a sham man it's it's a, Somebody figured it out thousands of years ago. And and, and so they, they put the oppression in. And let me tell you something. I was in Israel. And I went to a place that they uncovered. The priest had lived. And the, the place, the guys that killed Jesus, the priest that had Jesus killed, their homes were the biggest homes I've ever seen in my life. They had huge Uh, um, fast and incredible stuff. But if they lost leadership of the people and the fear of the people, they couldn't get them to make them the money that they wanted to make. Mm -hmm. Is anybody listening to what I'm Mm saying? You can't serve God and money. That's right. Religion, Humanity, they all try to seal the tube and say, yeah, come on Sunday. Come once a year. Come and hear about this dead Jesus. And I'm telling you, he's not dead, but he's alive. And it's not sealed anymore. It's been blown apart. And we can't control it. Jesus is in charge. Jesus is in charge. Amen. You get me excited here you see, <laughs> humanity has said that there is uh, that it's over that there's no more healing that there's no more forgiving for women caught in adultery or men caught in adultery you know humanity has said that there's no more sins are forgiven That there's no more prophesying and encouraging. That there's no more physical healing. That there's no more telling the good news. Humanity. Antichrist. Those against Jesus have said it's over. And I'm here to tell you, in this church, the last few weeks when I was in India, I've seen people physically healed. It's not over. I've heard from God. And God has prophesied over me. And it's come to pass. Amen? Amen. Amen. Miracles have not stopped. Jesus is risen. All right. I better start to wrap this up. (laughs) See, the stone is rolled back literally. History records it. It was literally rolled back. That the only thing they were able to do is say, well, maybe somebody stole his body. But I want you to know this morning, the reason I'm preaching with such passion is not only literally is it rolled back this morning, but I want to roll it back for you so that you will understand that the the stone has been rolled away. Your sins are forgiven yeah, your forgiven. sins yeah. are forgiven yeah, and and god loves you yeah. he has a purpose for you he has called you here today because he cares for you jesus christ loves us so much and he died and rose on the third day and broke 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 everything that seals and holds us in a dead life. He has risen from the dead. Amen? Amen. Alright. Number three. We're on the... We're on the... Coming down. The airplane's coming down. Alright, here we go. Number three. Jesus calls us to go and make disciples. I put out a uh, quote from a guy that says, Discipleship is you becoming who Jesus would be if he was you. You becoming who Jesus would be if he was you. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. A few months earlier, maybe a year earlier, when Jesus was talking with his disciples, Jesus asked them, Who do you say I am? Peter says, Why, Jesus, you're the the Son of God. Only you have the power of life and death. We love you. We give our life to you. We believe in you. Peter, even before Jesus died, saw this. But Peter, like you and me, on the night that he was crucified, people asked, Are you a disciple? And do you know what he said? No. I'm not a disciple. Because he's not winning right now. It looks like he's losing. I'm not a disciple. Jesus then rose from the dead. Peter ran to the tomb. He looked. And he literally went inside. John stopped. But Peter went inside. he couldn't find Jesus. Later Jesus revealed himself to Peter. And he said, Peter, do you love me? He goes, yeah. He goes, feed my sheep. He says, Peter, do you love me? He goes, yeah, feed my sheep. He goes, Peter, do you love me? Yeah, feed my sheep. First of all, who's accepting Christ? You've accepted Christ as your personal Savior. Okay, good. And and I don't mean to, I'm not trying to point anybody out. I just want to hold you accountable, those that raise your hand. <laughs> um, if you accept Christ as your personal Savior, Jesus ascended to the right hand of the Father and makes intercession for people on earth for this reason. Because in John chapter 14, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in me, believe also in him. In my Father's house are many mansions. And then he skips up and he says, I will send my spirit and he will be with you and he will be in you. sheep yes, amen. somebody's hungry they're right behind us in concrete. they're hungry and we have uh, we have lunches already made for them feed my sheep somebody in your family is struggling and you're the only one they'll go and talk to you what is the answer for them Jesus Christ you know what he says feed my sheep Tell them about me. Did I die for them? Did I love them? Feed my sheep. Go you therefore and make disciples. Tell them the good news. That the tomb is empty. Do not be afraid. The tomb is empty. He is risen. Tell them the good news. He's risen. And Allow them, then, to get Christ in their heart. And once he's in their heart, he makes them a blessing so that they can bless others. Is that right? right. Amen. Amen. You have been blessed with salvation, for those that, that raise your hand. You have been blessed with salvation so that you can be a blessing. And for those, if you were not able to raise your hand, but you want to this morning, all you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is raised from the dead and you are saved. And you are born in Jesus. Okay. Who, where do we go? He said, go. Where do we go? Go to the grocery store. I've told this church many times. Um, a lot of times, Monday's my day off. I take one day off. And I go to the grocery store. And uh, it's my day off. So I don't have to tell people about Jesus on my day off. <laughs> and that's what I tell them. I'm like, I don't what? Why? What what are we working for? This is my day off. There's no days off. Go to your neighborhood, to your grocery store, to your restaurant. At the beginning of this year, by the way, I went to India once. I had no desire to go to India. But the Lord told me that this is the year of the favor of God. I said, oh, good, favor of God. And then he said, you're going to India. Oh, <laughs> favor of God. You're either one favor or the other. It's either the favor or you're the favor. Uh-huh. That's right. Amen? Amen? And I got to be the favor of God. And it was all. Awesome. I'm a big deal in India. People are taking selfies. Guys that look like they may not be anti-American, but they were taking selfies. I don't know if they were categorized. Some guys write stuff down too. That little worried me. But anyway, they know who I am. But God delivered me. He took me there and brought me out. Yes. Because. What he said. He, didn't, he, didn't, he just said go. Every day here in Phoenix, we're going. We travel more, I think, than anybody. We can drive 20, 30 miles, and we don't think it's much. Because we drive that to work every day. We're going. Who do we tell? Who do we tell? Who do we tell? We go everywhere and we tell anyone. Is there someone that you would not tell about Jesus? Is there someone that you do not Mm -hmm. want to know that Jesus Christ forgives them, saves them, and they can be eternal? Because if there is, I'm going to go through some therapy with you right now. Forgive them. Mm -hmm. Forgive them. Amen. Amen. Forgive them, and then tell them about Jesus. Tell them about Jesus. Everyone is worth being told that Jesus Christ saves Yeah. And then, making disciples. This is one of the toughest things in church. How do we make disciples? Um, we live, and we walk, and we breathe. Some of you I go out with on a weekly basis, and we, we have Bible study. If you'd like to do that with me, talk to me, and we'll do that. I'm telling you that discipleship is not a super popular Thing because what it is is it takes the eating and breathing and working and being beside each other in the time of just spending time with another human. That's right. Instead of isolating ourselves and in, in being in, in our own person, we allow God to speak to us. And to connect with other people and disciple other people by number one, giving them the message of Jesus Christ, and number two, living Jesus Christ, being Jesus, who Jesus would be if he was you. If Jesus was you, who would Jesus be? Go and make disciples baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Next week, if you'd like baptized, let me know to uh, this week. I'll be in the back uh, in a few minutes and I'll be praying with people who want special prayer. And also if you'd like to be baptized, I need to know that and I will, we'll get that ready for next week. But baptism here is important and I need to explain Father forgive them for they know not what they do it is finished God into your hands I commit my spirit and he bowed his head and died Jesus died to our sins There's another saying that he set up here when he was on the cross. He said, Eli, Eli, sabachthani, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why did you stop looking on me? Where have you gone? Since time began, there's no, God has always been. And people have asked me, hey, when was Jesus born? In the beginning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus has always been, and never been without the Spirit of God. And at that moment, he took on the sins of the world, and his mortal, physical body literally stopped functioning and died with your sins and mine. And when they say, be baptized man I can't stop please come next week and hear about India anyway Okay? (laughs) there's a guy in prison right now from first assembly over in India because he baptized people that's why this baptized thing is a big deal he's been there for a long time close to a year he baptized people that said they wanted to be baptized and they recanted and told the government now he's in jail (coughs) baptism is this that I die, I die to sin. I die to my selfish wants and desires. I die to everything that is destructive to me anyway, but addictive to me. I die to it, and I rise again in the spirit and the immersion and the power of Jesus Christ, my Savior. If that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he too, when you die, one day will quicken your mortal body. The good news is Jesus is alive, and we have the ability to have eternal life. And the question is, do you want that? When you say, Jesus, I want that. I want that in my life. I want to accept you as my personal Savior.